everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis episode 57. I am your host, Ryan Bai. I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Hello, hello. Also joined by Josh. I still haven't thought of a good nickname for him yet. Huffman. Hello. Also, not joined by Justin today. He's stuck at work. So that's hey, he womp, might womp. show up, everyone. Yeah. He might show up. He may pop in at the very end. He- if, if anything, here, this is in salute of him. There you go. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. How do you do? Yeah. <laughs> He's here in spirit I love now. You, Justin. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I'm always ready for him to show up. He is the the wild card of the group, you oh, know. For sure, for so, sure. Um, and and can... we literally just got a text from him saying, "Guys, we are swamped." So okay, uh, so uh, maybe not. don't expect Justin, guys. But hey, he's here in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh well, it is what it is. <laughs> Well, yeah, we got the three amigos this week then. That's fine. You know what, though? It's kind of sad. Justin will probably miss three weeks in a row because you got to think next weekend, 4th of July is Sunday, which is when we record. Saturday oh, is his birthday. Oh, is he really? He's going he, to Phoenix. Oh, yeah. So he definitely won't be here. Yeah, he will not be here. Plus, it's yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, maybe uh, we'll try and remember the sound of his voice when he comes back. Happy Finally. early birthday, Justin. Yeah, happy early birthday, Justin. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, everyone. This is Nerdinity Crisis, your weekly video game podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdinityPod. Email us in your questions. Nerdentity. Oh, I got hiccups. Crisis at gmail.com. And uh, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Crisis for a bunch of cool perks. Or don't. I'm fine either way. We're all fine either way. So. We're going to kick off, as we always do, with a listener question from Jacob. Jacob writes in. Hi, Jacob. Yo, what up, Jacob? He says, why does no one drink Kool-Aid anymore? It's like seven cents a packet. You can make a gallon out of it, and it tastes delicious. Get it together, people. He's a little upset about this Kool-Aid thing. So, Adam, you're our foodie. Do you uh, you got anything to say about Kool-Aid? I think as a human race, we have moved on beyond (laughs) Kool-Aid. I feel like we have Brian, to. question for you. How much yeah. is a pound of sugar? Uh, oh, God. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't work in the grocery aisles anymore. Well, all it's I'm not saying... It's expensive. It's all not, I'm saying, if you look up the nutrition facts on Kool-Aid, it's sugar with you uh, sugar. some artificial flavoring and a little bit of coloring. Uh, bro, we need to move beyond yeah. that. We need, like... <laughs> Just buy some like Lipton's tea, throw it in a pitcher, let it sun brew in the summer. I've been doing that so much lately; it's amazing. Like now, now growing up, did you have Kool Aid? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because when I grew up, it was in the eighties, so uh, <laughs> in the nineties, right. so uh, we didn't know better. We know better now. Just yeah. we don't need just sugar water. <laughs> we're we're not ants, you know, right? <laughs> Get uh, some fruit, get some shit, like throw it in a blender, do some yummy yummy ingredients. <laughs> Speaking for the guy who eats chicken tenders or whatever. Fuck, yeah, dude. If they made chicken tender Kool-Aid, I'd buy that shit. <laughs> oh god. It sounds like a Jones soda flavor, chicken tender right? soda. <laughs> uh, Josh, what about you? 
Uh, I love Kool-Aid, but yeah, yeah, diabetes is why yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't really drink it a whole whole ton anymore. Then again, like uh, there's a ton of new artificial sweeteners that uh, are supposed to be less horrible for you now. So maybe, oh, really? maybe, maybe, yeah, like uh, uh, now I'm gonna like sucralose and uh, now I can't remember all the other ones, but um. Those the downside is they're way more expensive. So the Kool Aid packets like seven cents, but then if you're buying all this like fancy hipster sugars, then uh, they're gonna be like ten dollars right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's well not did, even buy. Yeah, I, just get I some did. raw sugar and some fucking fruits, and you're good to go. Like I don't know. <laughs> I did look it up. Sugar is like five dollars a pound. Okay. So, all right. You can get not, a lot of Kool Aid packets out of yeah, that. So if yeah, you think about you, that. yeah, because you need like I don't know a cup of sugar for the the like a pitcher maybe. Yeah, I haven't made Kool Aid in like fifteen yeah, years, been so, so I don't long. I have no idea. But I remember it like growing up. Absolutely, we had it. Black cherry was my jam. I love the black cherry Kool Aid. But like nowadays, no, absolutely not. I feel like it would be like drinking regular soda you know what i mean like where it's just too much it's just overpowering yeah i can't i can't even do soda anymore at this point in my life like i've I've just given up like that shit you know unless it's mixed in with alcohol i mean that's the only time soda goes down my throat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean if you throw vodka in kool-aid or any of those things that's yeah i'm yeah 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 let's go I can do diet soda still. I can't do regular though. Like I just, it's especially like regular Mountain Dew, man. I used to drink like a 12 pack every three days back in like college. And I try that shit now. I can't even do it. It's disgusting. Oh, it's gross. I can still drink uh, like a 12 pack of like uh, Dr. Pepper easy. I should. And I choose not to frequently. (laughs) But uh, if there is Dr. Pepper in my house, it's just gone. It's. Maybe yeah. it's me getting old, but like I, we can do ginger ale. Like that's about it. Like I love yeah. me some ginger ale. But you're not really into sweets to begin with. Yeah, I hate sweets to begin with. You're right. There you go. So yeah, so that that might that might factor in a little bit. I also well, wonder, like, if you've had a, like a a soda that wasn't high fructose corn syrup, if it would be better, like the, oh, like yeah. the Mexican cokes or, um. I've tried them and it's still just like, I don't Diabetes know, it's too sweet. It just yeah. like, it hits your teeth and you're like, it's just pure sugar. Oh my God, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Well, there. I think uh, we're all pretty much in agreement. Sorry, Jacob, we all disagree with you. It is delicious. I mean, I agree with that part. Yeah, it's but, it's uh, economical too. Like I, yeah. I get the idea of it. And if you don't want to just drink water or something, like yeah. I totally get that. Like I've definitely been known to get those. What are those lemonade pouch things or whatever? Crystal you know, lights and or not not even like crystal light, but like Lipton's like brand oh, yeah. of uh, like powdered lemonade mix. Like I'll do that from time to time. Yeah, I still but, do the Mio's. Mio's are pretty good. Oh yeah, Mio's aren't bad. Mm. Although I remember when Mio's first came out, uh, we had we got like a shipper of them in. And it somehow fell out of one of the bays and shattered all over the ground. Oh, no. And it bleached the concrete. 
like bleached the concrete. So I was always a little leery of drinking it afterwards. Because <laughs> I'm like, what is that shit going to do to your insides if it does that to concrete? Just oh, cleans your insides out, right? Yeah, Just bleaches it right on out. Go. See, but Although, I. I clean, you know, like my countertops and stuff with alcohol, but I, uh, yeah, it's still going in my body. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say soda can't be much worse than a Mio anyways. Really, really. So, all right, moving on. Thank you very much, Jacob. Uh, our next, we got one more listener question to get through. Uh, Adam, probably not our Adam, right? Then. Hi, Adam. Yo, what up, Adam? Yo, 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 yo. So he has a question related to Jacob's question last week about the best way to eat a potato. So Adam says, you discussed the best way to eat a potato. Not a single one of you chose potato skins. It's a potato with cheese, bacon bits, chives, and you can dip it in sour cream. It's a perfect potato for any party or late night snack. Are you sponsored by potato wedges? And he says, (laughs) you are all dead wrong and I will die on this hill. So I want to go to Adam first because Adam missed last week. So Adam, would you like to answer what is your favorite way to eat a potato? And then how do you feel about Adam's question? Uh, what? So I unfortunately I haven't listened to everyone's response. Do you recall what everyone responded to last week? I don't remember what Leif said, I guess. But I I was twice baked or tots. Okay. Uh, I did Josh totally even remember what my answer was let alone everyone else's unfortunately chips i just remember him just saying waffle fries shitting on it right away and i just thought that was hilarious Uh, (laughs) jeremy said sweet potato fries right oh yeah yeah unfortunate yeah no i agree my least favorite (laughs) my my too my too chad i don't even remember what leif said i don't even um so i was gonna come back with it depends on the potato like uh like if i have idaho potatoes or something they're gonna be twice baked or like giant loaded potatoes okay or i will do the skins like adam was saying it potato crips like cat and i will do those with big idahos but if we have like yukon golds or russets they're gonna be mashed potatoes and like go through uh rice mill and like make them super smooth but if you've got like red potatoes they have to be roasted with herbs and garlic and stuff like that like it it depends on the potato adam makes a damn fine red potato uh oh hell yeah at his house many times or even like if you're grilling out with uh you do like what we call like a hobo sack you know like the foil and you put a bunch of shit in it with like olive oil and stuff like that and throw it on the grill like red potatoes you do that they're so good those are delicious too like the baby potatoes yeah yeah oh yeah those are fucking Mm -hmm. good so yeah i was gonna say last week when i saw jacobs i was kind of sad i couldn't answer it because i was like it depends on the potato there's so many different potatoes and they all need to prepare it a different way so but yeah adam brings up a good point cat uh cat and i definitely keep skins and like freeze them and do potato skins frequently there you go what about you josh so I'm going to be totally honest. I forgot potato skins were a thing until <laughs> like four, four or five days after recording the last episode. Cause then I went to hy V and they had them like pre-made 
And I'm like, shit, I forgot that was an option. That's a, they're up there for sure. I think I still, you know, I go to chips way more often. I don't buy potato skins like once a week, but I do buy chips that often. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) I, I think my answer still stands, but, uh, potato skins are way high on that list. I'm uh, not a fan. Really? Sorry, I'm having an allergy attack. Uh, I keep sneezing like crazy. Um, I don't know. I've never liked them. Like, I feel like there's too much skin. I don't know how to explain it. But that's so good. That's the part. Like, crisps up, and like, if it's done right, it's good. I don't know. Uh, just, if you make a twice baked potato, do you leave the skin or then like hollow it out, or do you eat the skin with it? I leave the skin. Oh, I eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like skin's just not meant to be eaten. I mean, I know that's not true, but that's how I feel. I mean, and I. That's uh, what. I, I mean, I. Uh, I feel like. Uh, I mean, none of it has to be eaten, but it, uh, you know, it's it's really good. Like, uh, I don't know. It just seems so weird to not eat the skin. I guess also like mashed potatoes. Do do you leave skin on the potatoes or like I leave it on part skin or like a fifty fifty or just no skin whatsoever? I try and do no skin whatsoever. Oh my god, Ryan! I hate you. <laughs> I don't understand what's so controversial. The delicious inside part is the best part. Oh. I would agree that the inside is the best part, but it doesn't mean the outside is bad. It adds texture and like color. And that's it's that's pleasing it. to the eye, and like I don't know, I love it. Wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're like 14 minutes in. All we've talked about is food. So, <laughs> believe it or not, this is a video coming game soon. Podcast. A new food podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. Listen, thank you very much for the question, though, Adam. Sorry, I can't agree with you. I uh, can, I can get down with you, Adam. Especially you after a couple of beers. Hell yeah! There you go. Uh, all right, let's jump into. Let's talk about some video games for once. What are we playing now? Uh, Adam, you've been absent for a while, so why don't you kick it off? What have you been playing? Uh, so after E3 and Nintendo's announcements and stuff, sadly, we'll talk about it a little bit, but no Virtual Boy 2. I, I cried myself to sleep after so, a few nights after the I'm announcement sh- of that. I'm as surprised as you are, Adam, yeah, really. I know. It <laughs> makes me sad. Right. Uh, but Metroid Dread gave me definitely the the semi wood and i'm very excited about that so i played uh super metroid on the nice. switch on the virtual console 100 percented it in four hours which i felt okay about that there you go and then played metroid prime pulled out the gamecube and pull- played that yeah. and that was a lot of fun and then the Steam summer sale happened, so went back to PC. <laughs> you had a brief and, break. Uh, I downloaded a game called Chernobylite. Oh, because I was I'm very hyped for Stalker Two, obviously, 
and it's a very cool game uh kind of hard to explain but first person shooter feels a lot like stalker but it's all first person and you have this like material that you can co- go back in time and like change your options because it feels kind of like a fallout sort okay. of game where you have like a bunch of options to do things and i don't know it's it's really cool hmm. and played another game but i'm gonna keep that for pick of the week okay and Fair then enough. uh brian and i started playing uh tarkov again because the wipe has been announced for this week so the next, uh, you know, handful of episodes or so, just expect me playing Tarkov. So. Nonstop Tarkov. <laughs> Nonstop Tarkov, baby. Back and do it. So I hyped. I would expect nothing less. Really. We were, uh, Brian and I were actually, we did a couple raids because you can buy all of the equipment like super cheap right now. So we were just running like the best guns with like thermal scopes on us. And oh, we were nice. just going around just killing a bunch of dudes. And then all of the, <laughs> like normal scavs are replaced with raiders right now so it's just like chaos everywhere in the maps and we were killing bosses and raiders and if anyone listens to tarkov they know what i'm talking about but (laughs) it was a shit show and super fucking fun at the same time so very cool nice we're hyped for the wipe josh you gonna play uh yeah yeah probably uh i don't I don't know how much like um we'll, we'll see i reinstalled it and everything and uh i kind of you know the first time i i played a wipe then i wasn't into it at all and then this last wipe i played quite a bit uh yeah and... we had i had so much fun playing with you and like brian and i because or like pete but pete's probably not going to be around unfortunately because uh pete and his wife had a baby boy this last oh, week so nice. that's exciting congrats nice. pete <laughs> um yeah so i had a, i had a lot of fun with it uh this last time around i think uh the first time around like was like five hours of factory and i was like i don't think this is the game for me uh yeah and, uh, i mean it was like the guys kind of getting back in the feel of what to do and it's the smallest map so like i get it but yeah branch but it's, out it feels a little like I don't know, uh, cramped, I guess, which is very much not the feel for the rest of the entire game. So once I kind of got my bearings a little bit under me on, you know, customs and uh, some of the other, you know, I never really got my bearings in woods all that much, but uh, uh, interchange, I love interchange. And uh, we did a lot of shoreline too. shoreline. Yeah. Then uh, I liked the game quite a bit more, so I feel like I'll I'll play and just kind of see how I'm feeling. If uh, if I get bit by the bug again, then uh, play way too much, and if not, mm, well, no loss. No loss. <laughs> I'm excited for the factory expansion and the new boss for factory. Though speaking of factory, though. Yeah, the, the, the map we don't do a lot of. I, I bet they'll add some quests to make you go into factory a little bit, though. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have you go into like whatever they're changing in it. I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna make you go into that because right now all of the quests are like go to office, go to the room next to office, go to the hallway outside of office. Like 
put a bunch of random bullshit in that room and then get out yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so it's like right now they like all of the quests are like go to one five foot square um (laughs) yeah and granted that's the only five foot square to really see a whole lot of action uh partially because of the quest also partially because that's where you find the better gear there um but i feel like uh if they're going to add more content, if they're going to make factory larger, they're going to need to incentivize this new section. Dude, uh, I just want to be able to kill the boss to Gila, who's apparently going to be running around with a sledgehammer, Ryan. Ooh, and I think that'd be oh. hilarious if you could like get that as your melee weapon. Oh, <laughs> that would be there dope. You go. That's awesome. Like I don't want the red rebel anymore. I want I want Tegilla's <laughs> I want Tegilla's fucking hammer. Like that would be hilarious. <laughs> just running at a PMC with this hammer. You're like, what the fuck? I can just imagine like dueling somebody, like dual sledgehammers. It'd be so much fun. <laughs> What's the the that uh Ryan, you need to you need to get it and play with us, dude. Like you really do on your PC. It's so much fun. I might have to. Like Cam's getting back into it. Justin's going to get back into it. Like, again, Brian and I were already playing today, like getting hyped up for it. If Justin ever stops working, he'll get back into it. Yeah. That boy. Oh, he will. He's going to burn himself out. I'm worried about that child. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Don't don't change the subject. Get Tarkov. We'll see. We'll see. Let me know when it goes on sale. How about that? It was just on sale this couple of days ago. Oh, well, you forgot to tell me. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, I hate you. This, this, is, this is your fault, Adam. Uh, yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> uh, Dude, Josh, I, will, what, I will gift you a copy of it if that's what it takes. Like, no joke. <laughs> we'll Probably see. not Edge of Darkness, but... Uh... No, 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 just standard. <laughs> Just standard, that's, but that's like if he wise. wants it, he can upgrade. Yeah, you know, that's fine. <laughs> we'll see. I will. I'm going to be non-committal right now. I'm just going to say we'll see. Because I'm a hardcore like poop your pants intense game. Like this is this is it. <laughs> where I team kill everybody around me. That's the game. Uh, I honestly killed Brian today. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we it was the first round. We were going in with thermals, and he got in front of me somehow, like way in front of me, and he we just didn't communicate well. It's like I see a guy, and he's like, "Oh, take a shot," and I I shoot one, and he's like, "Ow, I got shot," and I, like, <laughs> but he did. It was like so fast, I kind of killed him. So. <laughs> Uh, it was really funny though well that'll that'll be me every game so after you did a couple times it's it's not bad yeah i mean shouts to cam but i feel like he 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 kills a lot of people yeah (laughs) that's awesome love you cam love you cam um uh, josh what have you been playing i didn't play shit uh i played like 30 more minutes of three houses and really that's about it for the whole week. Busy week? Uh, yeah, busy with work and then uh busy just working on some I did some oil painting, I did some uh work on the 3D printer and just kind of hobbied for a while okay. and uh Fair enough. 
And uh, yeah, yep. So I'll have to send y'all some pictures of the miniatures I'm working on. And uh, hell yeah. But uh, yes, just didn't. uh, Every time that I'm like, okay, I'm done with whatever I'm working on. Now would be the time, and I'm like, ah, shit, it's like. 1 30 in the morning uh maybe i should go to sleep i have to work in a handful of hours uh i hear so, yeah you. i'm i'm getting into the hobby mode lately too like i on prime day i bought a a giant pack of canvases i think it was like 50 some canvases and a bunch of like new paints and like cat and i are gonna do a bunch of paintings and stuff oh damn nice just like ready to do some hobby stuff that's uh, nice out acrylic or oil or uh so we got these like uh, you'll have to youtube it it's like pour painting okay if you've ever heard of it yeah yeah i think i've seen some videos of that uh it's like a really like it's like watered down acrylics you put them in like different like things to pour on a painting essentially like different colors it looks fucking cool and then you put uh silicone and stuff like that are oil based because then obviously oil and latex like kind of don't like each other but then you can do these really cool effects and you just like smeared around a canvas and i don't know it, it looks a lot of fun yeah i just googled it they look fucking sick dude yeah very, kind of very psychedelic a little trippy but like yeah. i don't know it's it's super fun so we got this like pack of like a hundred some colors and huh. a bunch of stuff to and bought like 50 some canvases so because like when you look at it you're gonna go through them super fast yeah so Yeah, I remember watching a YouTube video where they were doing this, but then also they were spinning the canvases. Yeah, I bought a turntable to do that. Nice, (laughs) nice, nice, nice. Uh, You're good to go. Yeah, like we're going full in. I want to do a bunch of like new stuff on our walls because I I used to do a lot of painting and stuff like that. So I kind of want to get back into it. Very cool. Uh, So my hobby is video games. So thankfully I played a lot to make nice. up for Josh. <laughs> so uh I finished the Sinking City, which I talked about last week. Uh which the game itself was really good. Ending was fucking terrible. Like kind of ruined it a little bit actually. Oh, no. That's always frustrating. So I hate when games give you choices and none of those choices matter. Like nothing I did throughout the game mattered in the end, and that fucking irked me. That bu- that run me the wrong way. So, like, why even give players all these options of all these choices? Like, some of them were pretty big. Like, uh, there was a guy running for mayor of the town, and I framed him for murder, <laughs> and nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. No repercussions. Nothing. Uh. And then there's like somewhere like you pick which character dies, that kind of thing. So didn't matter. None of it mattered. So uh, I thought the gameplay was really cool. The setting was really cool. I liked all that stuff, but ending just, man, not good. Not good. So finished that. Then uh, started playing some Dark Alliance with Leif and Jeremy. Ooh, how is it? I've I mixed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. I do. Uh, from like stuff I've seen 
online, like there's some people are getting these crazy ass bugs where like they go to like swing their weapon and the animation just sticks and then you just drift off the edge of the map. Nothing like that's happened to us. Like I've had a few where like uh, I went to go jump and my guy like just soared about 40 feet in the air before he came back down. There's been a few times where like an enemy wouldn't trigger to like attack you. So just stand there as we would all wallop on it and kill it. So there's a few things like that, but I don't know. I really like it. I mean, I we're having a lot of fun playing it. We played the first two missions. Each mission has three parts to it. So we've played six acts or whatever. Um, I don't know. I really enjoy it. So especially I'm a fan of the books big time. Uh, I've read goddamn near all of them, I think, by R.A. Salvatore. Phenomenal books if you have not read them. Super so good. Oh, yeah, very good. Amazing, yeah. So it's cool playing those characters. Like, it's really cool playing those characters. But there's also a little bit of a balancing issues they need to fix. Like, uh, so Jeremy and I started playing Life Wasn't Available, and... I chose uh, Drist, the Dark Elf. And the then best he was, pick. Oh, yeah, for sure. So he picked Bruner, who's the tank. Because so I was like, well, if it's just the two of us, we probably need a tank. So he picked Bruner. And, of course, I slaughtered him in, like, kills. It gives you stats at the end or whatever. I think I, like, doubled how many kills he had. Because he was the tank. I was the damage dealer. Makes sense, right? So then, when we all played uh, together, I stayed with Drist. Leif took Wolfgar, who's like big damage dealer, strong barbarian guy. And uh, Jeremy switched to Caddy Bree. And Caddy Bree is so overpowered. It's not even funny, dude. Like, uh, she basically all of her stuff is ranged. She uses a bow. But at the end of missions, like, it would be where, like, Jeremy gets 200 kills. I would have like 59 and Leif would have 19. Like it was insane. (laughs) So, I mean, I think they need to fix some balancing a little bit. Like she is way overpowered. So in fact, it got to the point where we would switch to the hardest difficulty and it still wasn't that bad. Like we still made it through fairly easily. So I feel like they need to nerf her a little bit for sure. (laughs) Just to give it more of a challenge. But, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I know I've seen the Metacritic scores and it's bad. It's bad, dude. I think it's at like a 0.8 for the user score the last time I looked, but it's not great. It's yeah, not great. I don't know. I haven't encountered the crazy game breaking bugs like other people are talking about. So I think that's most of why the bad review scores are there. But uh, and then the last game I'm playing. I'm also saving for my pick of the week. What if it's the same game, Adam? <gasps> uh, I doubt it. Yeah, because it's a PC. Because, uh, well, and it's a game you guys have talked about in the past. So. Oh, okay. So it is not. But yeah, I'm going to save my last one. So uh, that wraps up. What are we playing now? Let's go to our newer segment. Who would win? Adam, it is your turn this week. Who are we picking between? Who would win? Goku versus Superman. Goku. I didn't even have to think. Wow. He's going to win every time. I'm sorry. Literally, it, you could say Goku versus anybody, and the answer is Goku. 
Uh, wow. I, I don't know that if I'm that convinced. Because, uh, I mean, Goku's died quite a few times. Granted, yep. so is Superman, but most of those are in alternate realities. Uh, Goku does have, what is it, the Sensu Beans? Yep. Uh, so that's that's a huge plus. But Superman is Superman. Uh, <laughs> he, like, depending on which story arc we're talking, he's literally invincible. Uh, and, like, all-powerful and could just, like, you know... Goku's really, really, really strong, but there are some Supermans that are just off the charts. That's why I'm not a huge Superman fan. Just he's too powerful most of the time. Yeah, uh, 100%. Like, he could just, like, freeze him in place or do, like, all sorts of weird things. But Like, I could assume Goku could take laser vision because he can take, you know, energy blasts and things like that. So... I would assume that wouldn't stop him, but uh, yeah, I just, you know, uh, Goku's like the strongest of the Saiyan, but uh, Superman is like the strongest being in the universe uh, if you take out uh, some of the like more magical characters. The only thing I think Goku have going for him is you'd have to be smart for like one time in his life. <laughs> and would have to like realize that he's getting his strength from like a sun and somehow like grab a hold of Superman instant transmission somewhere that's like blank and somehow do it, but he's not that smart. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, I think that uh Superman's able to like keep his power though. Like over time he would eventually drop. So I guess I, I guess the, the wild card for me would be also be how much time does Goku have to prepare? Because he could go into that uh, like time chamber thing <laughs> and just like go like sweet uh, montage mode uh, for ninety six episodes, and uh, it would should be like four days. Uh, yeah well it's like four it's like 45 minutes in real time but it takes 96 episodes to complete um because i feel like uh goku with i mean it's it's the joy of having um like a shonen type anime is that you will win if you have enough spirit and time uh that's just how how that works I would say Superman, though. I think that's my my final answer. What's Ryan? Listen, over the course of doing this podcast, I consider you both to be very good friends of mine. We've grown (laughs) close. You are both so fucking wrong. It is unbelievable. But how? Like, how? Like, why? Okay. Okay. I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, first of all. Have you watched, like, Dragon Ball Super, the more recent ones? Yep. Ultra Instinct. No. Goku Ultra Instinct would demolish Superman. Absolutely demolish him. Like, it wouldn't even be close. Ultra ah. Instinct, he doesn't even have to think. He just moves. Yeah, but he, that's like, uh, he. I don't know. How would he kill Superman, though, in and that? 
literally any way, any way he wants to. He didn't kill Jin in Ultra Instinct, so. Oh my god. I think Jin could kick Superman's ass too. <laughs> I think a vast majority of Dragon Ball characters would kick Superman's ass. Well, not a vast hmm. majority, I won't say that. But I I just I I, I don't even, I don't even think that most of the other Saiyans could stand a chance like Vegeta or oh, Vegeta could. Vegeta like ta- like Trunks ass. like I, I I don't I don't think any of them would beat no, Superman. No, I think I think Superman would beat Trunks. I think Vegeta would beat Superman. I don't know, dude. Hmm. With with what? Anything. He was a he was a chump in like season two. Uh, <laughs> and he's still like, jumping super. Yeah, <laughs> like chump. <laughs> If we're a purple polo or a pink polo, sorry. <laughs> You're damn right he did and he rocked it. Listen. Listen. I think we should move on because I don't want to cause a rift between us. <laughs> don't get me kidding. wrong. I love Dragon Ball. I'm a huge <laughs> fan. A huge fan. Seen seen it all multiple times all the way through. But Superman might fuck up Goku. I don't in the think end. He, I don't even think it'd be a close fight. I really don't. <sighs> Listeners, I need you to weigh in. Either I tell would me. Love to hear what people think because this is a huge debate over the over the times who would win. Okay, do you think Goku's the strongest anime character? Oh, 100 percent. Okay. Uh, there's no, probably some there caveats. Are, no, there's there probably some caveats. There are like, literal yeah. gods who can cease people to exist with their minds. Yeah, I was just Dude, like, like, wait a second. Yeah. An- there is a lot of anime that exists. <laughs> Death Note. He's just gonna write Goku in there. Yeah. Just Goku's yeah. gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife just got home, so I'm gonna pause or mute for a second while she does. Either way, there's a lot of people that are stronger than a Goku for sure. But as right, far I'm as like gonna, as, as, have far, as, as, far as like hand to hand combat, like martial arts sort of things, he he's up there. I'm I'm gonna have an interesting one next week. You're both very wrong. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Okay, I think we're in the clear. All right. Um, Let's move on. I don't want to ruin this friendship we have, so we're moving (laughs) on. (laughs) All right. uh, So we're going to do some news, obviously. But first, even though Justin is not here, I want to cover our E3 predictions uh, that we did back in episode 48. We did E3 predictions very, very early because we're not chumps. Like the rest of these people, that's why. Living so I want to cover those. Oh, what's that? Uh, we were living on the edge. You yeah. Know? In hindsight, when we look at our scores, maybe we should have waited, but that's fine. We'll <laughs> just kick it off. <laughs> Everyone zero. That's fine. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think I'm just gonna kick mine off first because it's not gonna end well. All right. So my first E3 prediction. Uh, Deep Silver will finally show off gameplay for Dead Island 2 and announce an early 2022 release date. Uh, zero points. Deep Silver didn't show off shit. Nothing. Like, Coke Media didn't show off shit. It was a nightmare. Their whole thing was a nightmare. <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid goose egg on that one. Two. 
Capcom will have a Resident Evil 4 remake gameplay trailer and a summer 2022 release date. Nope, didn't do that either. In fact, I, did anybody else while watching Capcom feel like feel like they were showing 2020's E3 accidentally? Anybody else think that? I honestly can't even remember when Capcom showed. Yeah, same. I was like, I remember they, seeing it, but they it showed like off Resident nothing. Evil Village was the first thing they kicked off with, which is already out. <laughs> like that game's already out. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you guys doing? And then, so okay. So, anyways, I'm just gonna move on from that one. Next, Konami will announce a new Metal Gear game. It will follow a new protagonist instead of Snake. Uh, Konami backed out of E3 at the last second, so that sucks. Uh, I don't know. That's going to suck for Adam, too, so that's a big zero. I had the same thing. (laughs) Uh, Bethesda will show a new cinematic trailer for Starfield, announced by Todd Howard, and at some point he will jokingly say, it just works. So they did announce Starfield, and if I had just not put that shit in about Todd Howard, I would have gotten a point there. And I feel so like close. that was, what's that? So close, so close to a point. I feel like, uh, that was Xbox telling him he couldn't say that. I feel like he wanted to say that, <laughs> like as a joke, and they wouldn't let him. But anyways, no points on that one. And then my long shot prediction, which as you remember was worth double points because it was so far out of left field. Microsoft will announce that they have purchased Sega and their library of games will be coming to Game Pass, including a handful of games the very next day. Not even close. Didn't even come close. Uh, They didn't even mention Sega once, I don't think. So, epic fail. Uh, So, I don't know. Were you guys keeping track there of how many points I got? Uh, Zero. We're at zero. I was zero for five. Pretty bad at math, but I think think I got that one. (laughs) I was all for five uh so next let's go through justin's because he's not here uh dying light 2 would show a new gameplay trailer release holiday 2021 so i want we're gonna have to take a vote because this is e3 predictions dying light was announced about a week and a half before e3 like not even related to e3 so technically, he's right. He did get that prediction right, but it didn't happen during E3. Does he get a point? No, I'd say no, because even the time is wrong, because it's coming out in April 2022. What? No, it's not. Yes, Di- it is. Dying, Dying Light, Light isn't it? Oh, December? shit. I was... No, right, I was sorry. That's my bad. That's my bad. Or didn't it? Or what, what was when... It? No, Dying Light 2 has a December release date. Yeah, isn't it like December 10th or something? Oh, okay. So, he technically got everything right, but... It just wasn't E3. It was not announced at E3. Can you give him a half point, which would still probably put him ahead of most people? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm happy happy with a a half point. We agree on half point, then? Half point. All right, half a point for Justin. (laughs) He's going to win this fucker with half a point. All right. Uh, Next one. Switch Pro gets a release date and a price. Nintendo didn't even fucking mention Switch Pro. Nothing. So uh, next, Perfect Dark 
gets gameplay and a release date. Microsoft did not even mention Perfect Dark. Didn't even come up. Zero points. Next, GTA 6 gets a location. Uh, Take 2's Zoom call that they did, where they didn't even show a single game, did not talk about GTA 6. Sorry. Zero points. And finally, his long shot, Siphon Filter 4 announcement, although that would be amazing, did not happen. Zero points. So Justin comes in with a solid half a point out of five. Hell yeah. We're on fire. (laughs) We are on fire. All right, Adams. Uh, Adams, number one. Coke Media announces a new Metro or Dead Island game. Coke Media didn't announce shit. So... (laughs) Zero points. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Number two, Microsoft forces Bethesda to show Elder Scrolls gameplay, even if it is just something small. They did not. There was no mention of Elder Scrolls at all. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, Number three, a new Batman game from WB that will be terrible and will not feature Joker. They did not announce a new Batman game. No Batman game. Right? (laughs) Uh, four, similar to mine, Konami announces new Metal Gear Solid without Solid Snake. Obviously, that did not happen. Konami was there. Not there. Finally, his long shot, uh, Nintendo announces Virtual Boy 2, which we are alluded to. That did not happen. I'm surprised. I thought Virtual Boy 2 was going to be a moneymaker, but I guess not. It was my only so. shoe-in out of that list. So. Yeah, right? right? Yep. So Adam, I am ex- I'm excited for that game and watch uh, Zelda, though. I really want that. There you go. <laughs> it's not Virtual Boy, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Adam, welcome to Zero Point Club. Hey! Down here in the bottom of me. All right. Are we going, golf-, Are we going golf rules? Is, like, yeah, golf rules. We're the in the lead. <laughs> we're in the lead. All right. Uh, finally, Josh, his first one. Elder Scrolls trailer. Still with no gameplay. Release date next year. None of that happened. Zero points, Josh. Uh, Two. Nintendo continues not to mention the new Metroid Prime, but will announce the previous Metroid Prime game coming to Switch this year. I feel like you did a little reverse psychology on Nintendo, Josh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, They both mentioned the new Metroid Prime in (laughs) passing, and... Did not give us the old Metroid Prime <laughs> games. They uh, they did none of the things somehow. So the, I still I laugh every time I think about that announcement. <laughs> We've been hard at work on Metroid Prime Four, but we're not going to show that today. <laughs> Screen fades to black. Metroid Five. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> okay, so zero points on that one. Uh, next, Starfield cinematic trailer, no date given with live orchestra. There was a cinematic trailer, but they did announce a date, and there was no live orchestra. Zero points. Uh, number four, which I really would have loved, Persona 4 and 5 Royale. Release date uh, this quarter for Switch. Didn't happen. It would have been amazing, but it didn't happen. I, I'm still hoping that they just forgot. Yeah, (laughs) right. And finally, your long shot. So you came so fucking close, Josh. Uh, Elden Ring with gameplay release date of this year. 
They I did show Elden Ring. Twenty one <laughs> days gameplay. off. Twenty one days off <laughs> of the point there. I'm so Release I'm so salty. Date. Release date January twenty first, twenty twenty two. So bad. So bad. <laughs> Dude, that would have been two points, Josh. That was your I long know, shot. I know. <laughs> Oh my god, I laughed so hard when I saw that. Sorry, sorry about your luck. So, totaling everything up, I think we're all in agreement. Justin wins with half a point. Is that what's yeah. happened? <laughs> oh my god. Congratulations, Justin. Half a point. Um also uh if you tally up everybody, just so our listeners know how good we are at this. Grand total, we got half a point out of twenty. <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty not good. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe next year we'll wait a little bit to do E three. We'll see. We'll see. I think we just um, need to get better know, at guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just keep fucking up. <laughs> That's fine. We'll do. We'll do two rounds of predictions. One like a month in advance, and one a week in advance. Yeah, there you go. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, We got one more piece of E3 to talk about, and then we're going to move on from E3 totally. So uh, lastly, we have a listener question from Tim. Hi, Tim. What up, Tim? Hey, Tim. He says, hey, gents, totally agree E3 was kind of a bust this year. They showed a few things to get excited about, but overall it was pretty lackluster. Love lackluster. Good job, Tim. Uh, What were Justin and Adam's game of the show? Personally, I can't wait for Battlefield 2042. 128 people in the match sounds like a blast, and I love the crazy weather elements. Thanks, guys, and keep on keeping on. So before I send it over to Adam, uh, Tim, I just want to say I also agree this game looks really good, but I just want you to keep in the back of your mind EA. Just keep thinking EA is making this game <laughs> you just never know so i am also excited but i'll say cautiously optimistic about battlefield because it's ea uh so adam you missed out last week did you have a game of the show and what did you think of e3 overall it was meh yeah it was meh <laughs> it was meh it was a meh but game. uh I'm hyped for Metroid, man. Okay. Like, All right. It's gotten me going back and playing the other ones. And like, finally we get something and I'm, I'm excited for it to be a 2d version. And I don't know. I'm excited about that. Hell yeah. I think, I think that was the right choice. Metroid Dread, baby. Hell yeah. Good choice. Um, so I apologize to him. Justin, is not here so we do not know what his game was but we're gonna say it was you guys what do you think he would pick what do you think Dell's next week (laughs) he won't be wait he won't be here next week yeah the following week (laughs) (laughs) you probably won't even remember by that point uh i think justin's game of the show would have been psychonauts 2 that's not true. Nope. He would That'd not be have Josh's, picked that. Maybe, but yeah, <laughs> but it's up there. For actually, for sure. You know what his show? Was, or you know what it probably would have been? Back for Blood. I'm sure that would have been his. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, because I th- or or I mean, 
again, we're not technically E3, but, uh, you know, Dying Light too. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, he gets yeah. he gets half of an excitement there. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then other part of Taylor, I guess it wasn't really part of his question, but uh, are either of you hyped for Battlefield? Is this something on your radar, something you're going to play? No, I, I am neither hyped, <laughs> nor am I going to buy it. It looks amazing, but uh, as as we covered in the episode, I, I am just not a, a huge yeah. Battlefield fan. Um, so, more power to the people who love Battlefield. That's just not, not, not for me. How about you, Adam? Uh, Tim, the day you want your balls to drop, play Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can keep playing uh, and spawn Jot's back fired. in, blah, blah, blah. No, uh, no, no. Rolling no. with some fucking gear that you're afraid to lose and actually kill some people and get out. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Then we'll talk, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, all I'm going to say, Tim, if anybody can fuck up a game that looks really good, it's EA. Just keep that in the back of your mind, man. Taper your expectations a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right. Let's do some news. We have three pieces of news. It was a slow news week, which is fine because we're going to be running a little long here. So uh, three pieces of news. Number one, players got a nasty surprise when logging into Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers recently, which I saw the other day. Side note, uh, they have like 400 concurrent players on Steam right now. Oof. Oof. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, due to a bug with their latest patch, usernames were instead replaced by the player's actual IP address. They have since cautioned streamers against playing the game until the bug can be fixed. I mean, I just what what's next for Avengers? Like, what else is going to go wrong? Who streams that game? Right, <laughs> that's the other question. No, barely nobody with that bug. Right. <laughs> barely anybody's playing it who the fuck is streaming it um i mean we've talked extensively about avengers but i've never heard of something like this happening before in games ever where like your ip address pops up and uh i don't know a whole lot about ip addresses to begin with but it sounds like it's a pretty big deal right mr uh, tech geniuses I, i'm confused how that would happen but that's interesting um, I can see it being pretty easy to happen by mistake. You know, it's because it's probably pulling your username from like just a table, you know, like it's pulling it from your contact information. Why it would reference the completely wrong location that it stored that data has to, has to be a fuck up on someone's someone's uh, standpoint. Um, but from like uh you know, like a security thing. Yeah. Couple, couple of things can, I mean, you can figure out rough locations of where people are based off of their IP address. So within like a city. Um, so that's a little concerning, but you know, if you find that your favorite streamer is in the Dallas area, yeah, that's a lot of fucking people. Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look through. Um, I think the more concerning thing is with that IP address. In theory, that could open you up to more targeted attacks, things like uh, malware or yeah. like a like a DDoS uh, type situation where they kind of fuck over your internet. Um, 
but it's an external IP. So I could call my ISP and say, yo, I'm having an issue. Can you like just give me a different external IP? And they'll do it. Okay. Uh, so it's concerning in the like if I'm a streamer get like any personal information to possibly dox me is a little concerning. Yeah. But uh, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see it being quite as bad as it theoretically could be. It'd have to be like a perfect storm. Right. Okay. So I'm just, it's just an ongoing saga with Crystal Dynamics Avengers game, really. It's just nonstop of just bad news. Like, I don't remember ever hearing good news about this game, really. So, but people, 400 people on Steam are still playing it. So, <laughs> kudos. Ugh. Um, all right, number two. After skipping E3, EA Play Live will be taking place July 22nd. Battlefield 2042 will obviously be shown, as well as a potential Dead Space game reportedly being developed by EA Motive that is apparently a reimagining of the series rather than a sequel to the original trilogy. Now, I know I just shit over all Ether, or EA and I shit over EA all the time, but if you give me a Dead Space game, EA, like if you if you bring back Dead Space, there's Dead a lot series of old so under over sort of thing. Yeah. Really? <laughs> there will be a lot of grievances that will be forgiven if you bring back Dead Space. Because I fucking love Dead Space. But I'm a little worried about what a reimagining is. Not not quite sure about that. I, I'm not as concerned about it. Um because I imagine that it's just like within the Dead Space world, but does not follow the main character of the other games. I mean, keep in mind, it's EA, Josh. It could be a fucking deck-building game. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but I I mean, I could... I imagine, like, the, those games are cool enough that I think they could fit stories of other people in them. Uh, right. I'm not... Yeah. So, I, honestly, I it's been so long since I've played them, I don't remember... Is right. it Isaac or something? Who the main yes, character? Yes, Isaac. Yep. Um, like very cool character, very cool design, and everything. I don't have any particular love for that character enough that I'm like super disappointed if it was some other random new character. Yeah. Um, it's not like uh commander shepherd or something like that that people are like so or uh, master chief that people are so tied to that any other game with any other main character is just mind-boggling to them uh, for sure at least for me personally but um how about adam what do you think uh, were you a dead space guy i've unfortunately never played the series i've heard okay. good things about it but yeah nothing to chime in unfortunately on that one they still hold up. I would recommend them for sure. Still, yeah, I would too. I mean, I think definitely. Would you agree, Josh? The first game is definitely the best in the series. Um. Yeah, I think they improved on some things in the later games, but story, atmosphere, like pace, everything's kind of best in the first one. Yeah. Um. So even if they kind of cleaned up some of the uh, mechanics. The first one is 
like perfect. Yeah, the first one was fucking good. I feel like three especially got a little bit too. They strayed too far away from survival horror and got a little too much into action a little bit. Yeah, but, two two is a uh, two is pretty solid as well. Yeah, I honestly, I like I'm trying to even think if I ever played three. To be totally honest, it was like you could do two player co op in three. It was I don't know. It was okay. It was just okay. Um, they're all uh five dollars on Steam right now. There you go. Yeah. Sale. Adam, if you're ever bored and looking for something to play, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if you're ever bored and looking for something to play, Adam, strongly recommend. They're outstanding, dude. Really good. So we'll see what EA does with that, and of course we'll be covering the uh their EA Play Live or whatever. I don't. Everybody's doing their own fucking thing. It's going to be annoying again. So we'll see how that goes. One other question I had was, this is done by EA Motive, and the only thing I can think of that they did was Squadrons, Star Wars Squadrons. Have they done anything else? I mean, if... Well, first... Are you, like, implying it's going to be, like, a ship-flying game? I hope not. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, okay. do we have enough background Terrible. on, like, to say? Because yeah, there, there are certain, there are certain like, <laughs> studios that I'm like, oh, God, like, they've got it. Like, this, this is going to be brutal. I can't. Yeah. I, I know so little about Motive that I'm, like, I, I, can't, I can't quite tell if I should be scared or not. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one of their newer studios. I think that, didn't they, they restructured or, or took a bunch of people who were at Visceral Games, which made Dead Space, joined EA Motive after they closed Visceral. So that's one of the things that makes me a little mm. bit hyped. But they've only worked on Star Wars Squadrons and Star Wars Battlefield 2. So. Okay, so not not enough to really yeah. say for sure. Right. But it can't be anything like those two games because that wouldn't fit. So it fucking better not be. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Don't fuck this up, EA. This is your chance for redemption. Don't ruin this. If it was just like a a squadron like re-image where they just fly around but in the dead space world. (laughs) (laughs) God, that'd be so bad. Uh, We'll see. All right. Lastly, number three. According to VentureBeat reporter Jeff Grubb, who's notorious for breaking Xbox news long before the company is ever ready to announce anything, Microsoft is finalizing a deal with Hideo Kojima to direct a new game exclusively for Xbox. This blew my mind a little bit. PT, finally. Uh, He could. I mean, he fucking could. AKA Silent Hill, maybe. Yeah. But, okay, so here's my thing. The first thought that popped into my head is I mean I don't, I've never made it a secret I wasn't a fan of Death Stranding but I like all of his other games. But if you're Sony, how did you not do everything in your goddamn power to lock him up? How did you not throw as much money as he wanted at him? Like I don't understand why he would switch to Xbox now. Like how I just I don't how much money are they throwing at him? This move is crazy to me. It is crazy to me. Uh, Adam, you're a big Kojima fan. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, money-wise, my only thought is maybe they were, since they're a Japanese 
you know, firm and stuff, unlike Marcus Soft, maybe they were trying to step in the lines of what he wanted to do with games a little bit. Okay. And like, maybe we don't want that on our platform. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft's like, do whatever the fuck you want. We don't give a fuck, (laughs) you know? That's my only thought. But But uh, didn't Sony kind of do that with Death Stranding? Like, you got to imagine they're just like, do whatever you want. I don't know. Maybe to an extent. I don't know. Well, can you imagine the pitch for that game? Yeah, you walk around and deliver packages. (laughs) 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 I don't know, man. It just blows my mind. Does he have to pitch games? I've right, yeah. I, yeah, probably not. I, I feel like it's just like, hey, we're making this game, and they're yeah, you're like, yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. Uh. Yeah, but when I heard about that, I was thinking, finally, the Silent Hill game we've been wanting, or a Death Stranding 2. Like, that's what I was thinking. Oh, God, not a Death Stranding 2, please no. Shut your dirty whore mouth. It's a great <laughs> game. It's so pleasant and serene and also crazy at the same time. Like, it's awful. It's a game you make, like, amazing. I don't know. I love it. Gross. Gross. Uh, Josh, I like watching Sim games, though, so whatever. There you go. <laughs> uh, Josh, what do you think about this? Um. Yeah, so it's interesting. Honestly, I have not played a ton of his games. I never really played the Metal Gear games, and I didn't play Death Stranding. And so I haven't uh, played any of his games. Uh, I well, so I've played a little bit of Metal Gear Solid, like the one of the first ones. Um, but we're talking like I've played a combined total of his games, maybe an hour. I've played significantly more PT than any of his other games combined. Okay. Um because PT is fabulous. Um <laughs> so if it is Death Stranding 2, cool. Um I I don't know. Uh <laughs> but if if it is, you know, something I, I feel like it if it's going to be something like PT, it's going to be very different because you run into probably some legal issues if you steal a lot of ideas from what they had already developed or written out. Because um, you can't just like, oh, I'm going to make my own studio and then I'm going to just take everything that right. we already made yeah. for that game. Even if they cancel that game, that's that's You're owned by sued. somebody else. Um yeah. So if it is like a, a horror game, I think it's going to be very different. Granted, we don't we don't really know about the world too much outside of the hallway in PT. Yeah. Um, so if it is completely different, will we even notice? <laughs> right, uh, right. So I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, when I... When I read the article, then the the wording that was interesting was they were in talks, which yep could literally mean that like X you know Xbox well, sent them an email. Phil Phil called them and was like, "Hey, are you willing to do this?" And they're like, "I don't know. We'll get back to you." They're in talks. Uh, so. 
I, I'm kind of interested to know if this actually pans out because it could just be, you know, they're talking money and it may may not even come to like act, an actual game. So I'm trying to find Jeff Grubb did post on Twitter. Oh fuck. I don't know if I can find it now, but it was uh there some about the final stages of inking a deal. So I think it's pretty far along. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see um, the, I didn't see the tweet. So fuck, I don't know if I can find it now. And it wasn't like something he put on his profile. It was something that somebody said a comment and he commented on it. But anyways, um I don't I my I guess excitement for Kojima has gone down a little bit over the years. I still think he peaked at Metal Gear Solid 3, which is an outstanding game. Uh Snake Eater is phenomenal, but I feel like he's just kind of gone downhill a little bit, but I don't know. I just he sells a fuckload of games. Whatever his name is attached to is going to sell oodles and oodles and oodles of copies. So the fact that Sony didn't find a way to lock him in is crazy to me. Just crazy to me. So we'll see what happens. I mean, if he signs this exclusive with Xbox, it's another big win for them. So we'll see. Uh, really quick, although it's not part of the news item, but did you all see the trailer for Abandoned? It was in, it was in the Venture Beat article, uh, or like one of the articles that like linked from it, like from one to the other. Um, it looks kind of like, uh, uh, I mean, it's a PlayStation horror game, kind of. Okay. I I would oh. I won't say that it's uh it's PT, but it is. It looks very good for a horror game on PlayStation. I know this was people, rumored to be a Kojima game, right? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody, it was like blue, blue box. Yeah, 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 blue box. Uh, and nobody really knows anything about them. Uh, right. Yeah. So I, 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 I had not seen it prior to looking into this article, um, but it looks interesting. I would, uh, I would recommend watching the trailer. I'll. Uh, I'll link it for sure. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. See if Kojima joins the Microsoft team. Dude, that means Kojima's next game would be coming to Game Pass. What? So, we'll see. Uh, All right, let's move on to listener questions. We've already done a lot of them, so we only have two left. Uh, Caleb writes in. Hi, Caleb. What up, Caleb? Hi, Caleb. Uh, Caleb says, how come when you fart in the shower, it hits you different than just an ordinary fart? I've never thought of this before, but I know exactly what he's talking about. (laughs) We've all all been there. It totally does. It's wet versus dry. I mean, that's that's what it is, I think, right? I'd imagine, right? So I did probably way more thinking about this than than I I should. But I I feel like there is two big reasons. Uh, one is that it's hot uh, in there. Like if you were taking a cold shower, it probably wouldn't be as bad. But okay. the fact that it's like hot and steamy in there. Uh, two, that uh, you're in a confined space. You know, That's if it was to do with it too. if you're like in a 
you know, like a hot room, but that room is massive. That's probably going to be, you know, an entirely different ordeal than, uh, than in a shower. So it's like hot and it's confined. Uh, the, the wetness factor, I couldn't, I don't know. I like that came to mind as well, but I can't imagine where, wouldn't that like the water technically trap some of it? Wouldn't it make it better if it, if it was wet? Duh, I don't I don't know. Where's Bill Nye? I know it's like the whoopee cushion effect. If it's like dry versus wet, it makes like a better sound. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, just from like a smell perspective though, I feel I feel like that should help oh, it, but it not smell, I just think it's sound. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The sound is uh significantly worse slash hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Which, yeah, right. <laughs> We're slash hilarious. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really have a good answer. I'm not a scientist. Okay, I didn't go as in depth as Josh did, so I don't. That's that's all I got nor, for you. Nor do I recommend anyone anyone <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Thank you very much for the question, Caleb. Uh, finally, Christian writes in. Hi, Christian. What up, Christian? Yo, 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 yo. No glow sticks, but... Okay. He says, hey, guys. You have inherited the one ring of power from your uncle. That's weird that my uncle would have it. I don't know. Uh, you must bring it to Mount Doom and destroy it. What three video game characters are joining you or joining your fellowship to get you there safely? I realized that there were nine members in the Fellowship of the Ring, but that seems like too many, so you only get three. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Ooh, who do you want in your Fellowship? Definitely Bo. Josh, let's start with you. Uh, what? <laughs> Bo- Boamir? No. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so my my list, uh, Doom Guy. Okay. Uh, I feel like if there's a bunch of orcs in the way, Doom Guy, definitely, uh, definitely want that on the list. Um, he can just kind of fly through them. Uh, Kirby, uh, he can eat the, the orcs. Um, he can probably absorb magic from, you know, Saruman. And, uh... If, like, let's say, instead of going into the volcano, let's just, like, fly over it a little bit. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby <laughs> Just Kirby drop it do. in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's what they should have done with the eagles anyway. Oh, but totally, that's, absolutely. That's a, that's a whole different listener question. Um, <laughs> and then last, uh, the prince from Katamari Damacy. As long as we had enough minutes leading up to Mordor, uh, like the time limit for the whole like collect the moon one was like I don't know twenty minutes in the game. Yeah, so right. as long as you gave me like a twenty minute run up, we're rolling up Mount Doom onto the Katamari. Um, doesn't matter how many orcs and how many ring wraiths they send out you they're getting stuck to that shit uh there you go so uh as long as i don't get stuck to the katamari i i feel like that's an instant win <laughs> that's brilliant that's a really good answer. <laughs> i have nothing to say against that yeah brilliant. <laughs> my answers are not as good fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are good. Josh, or Adam, what's yours? Uh, so mine, going with the Eagles thing, first one was Fox McCloud. Ooh. I'm just going to give him the ring. He's going to fly his fly ass over, over to Mount Dune and just drop it out the window. Second, Samus, give her the ring, throw her in the spaceship, fly her ass over the... Yeah. Um, and then third, if for some reason you were being lame and you didn't want to just fly your way to Doom, uh, it was going to be uh, Norm Porter Bridges from Death Stranding because that motherfucker oh, can go over any terrain. Oh, he's got oh the tools God. on him. He's gonna he's gonna get your ass to Mount Doom. No he's problem. He's really good at walking. So mm-hmm. he's the best video game character I can think of that walks over any sort of terrain. <laughs> That's such a terrible answer. It's the best answer, <laughs> and you're just pissed about it. <laughs> uh, this is like Goku versus Superman all over again. Um, <laughs> uh, so mine, my first thought, honestly, was, well, they made a Lord of the Rings video game, so Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, but I feel like that's cheating, so I'm not going with them. Uh, I went with my boy Kratos, obviously. He'll fuck up anybody in his path. It doesn't even matter. So you can put anybody up against him. He's going to win. Uh, Except then for I went, the Frogger cars. <laughs> fuck, that's such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get over Insta-dive. that. Insta-dive. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, then I went with Master Chief. Because, I mean, orcs, grunts, right? I mean, they're kind of the same. He fucks them all up. Yeah, give him a sword, give him a needler, yeah, right? and uh, you're good. Game over. Uh, then my last pick, hang on, I'm sneezing. My last pick was Overlord. You remember oh, the Overlord games? Like the little minions he controls? Like yeah, it a, dude. It was like a Pikmin he, game, basically? He controls orcs. He just controls orcs. He can make them do whatever. Like, that's the perfect. You're walking through Mordor. There's orcs everywhere. You got a guy who can just control them and tell them what to do. Like, hey, step aside. Step aside. I'm walking Are you stronger than Saruman who's controlling those orcs? Uh, No, but Kratos is. Kratos will fuck Saruman up. Well, all right. Hmm. (laughs) Don't Hmm. don't Goku me. Don't you dare Goku me. That's That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But... All of Josh's choices were better than all of mine, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just switch what to that? his name. Just fly, bitches. Yeah. Use the eagles. <laughs> That's what Gandalf uh, tried to tell him. That's what Gandalf right? tried to tell him. Use the he said, eagles. Fly, you fool! Right? No. Yep, <laughs> he did. He did tell him. Oh wait, shit! We didn't fly. Yeah, and then. Elderly uh, Gandalf the White, you know, forgot all of all of the whatever happened beforehand. Uh, right. <laughs> all right. Uh, that wraps up listener questions. Time for pick of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I missed my mute button on that one. Uh, just leave, leave it in, you know, for good measure. <laughs> There you go. Way you know, since you, since you have to edit in the theme song in the beginning, just, yeah. just like three solid minutes of you sneezing. Um, <laughs> there you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> so many people are like, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> let's go to... 
<laughs> Let's go to pick of the week. Uh, Josh, what is your pick of the week? Mine is a uh, tabletop game called Spire's End, uh, designed by Greg Favreau, I think is how you pronounce his name. But um, it is a like single player or two player um, story based combat sort of game so essentially you have a deck of cards and it's kind of like uh, a choose your own adventure depending on your choices in the game depending on uh, how you do in battles uh, you'll get different characters to join your squad different parts of the story will happen there's multiple endings um it's just really really good uh and the artwork is is fantastic what's uh, it called spire's end is it kind of like is it like a deck so deck building uh nope nope it's uh no? okay uh but it's just got like uh they're like tarot sized cards that have like the story and the monsters and things on it and then you have like smaller cards that are more like gear oriented but um you have like different characters that all have different abilities and stats and things um but the the story is really really good uh i've only played through like one of the endings thus far um but it's a it's a really really fun game i don't know how well it would play two player because essentially you have like let's say four characters on your team the multiplayer is just one of you controls two people one of you controls two people but you're still playing through the the story um so i haven't played it two player i think with the right other person that could be really fun but they'd have to be interested in the story and uh and not make decisions to fuck you over i guess but um but yeah it's uh it's really good I highly recommend it and i think uh they have a kickstarter for either a sequel or a different game that exists within the same universe uh coming july-ish so just something to keep an eye out for really really fun game uh so my pick of the week which unfortunately ryan's in here because i wanted to hear it uh is i'm here valkyrie chronicles 4 oh yeah so picked it up on the steam summer sale and i'm playing through that and it is goddamn amazing just like the character development between everything is really good. The combat is amazing. Like moving the people around and like a little bit of RNG element to it, but like better than like an XCOM feel. Cause you actually get like aim and do stuff. So my only like downside to it is when you have to click through all the goddamn episodes That's of true. the journal, when you're getting like through the game, it's like, my God, just keep like going with the story versus me have to click through things all the time. How far into it are you? Uh, about a quarter of the way through. I met the Battle of... I can't remember. It starts with S. The, like, Iron Wall. Essentially, like, right when it starts getting a little harder. That's get, when it starts getting difficult, yep. You get the APC, and you gotta, like, move people around and stuff. And I was, like, I don't know, probably, like, 45 minutes in the battle, and I had to save and 
go do a couple things, but super fun game. Loving it so far. I was looking yeah. at this because it's like 15 bucks or something on sale. It's so fun, Josh. What, uh, I guess, what what's the type of game? Is it like, because I couldn't quite tell based off of like the, the, the Steam page. Is I mean, it like... like art- graph like novel sort of game but then like part sort of XCOM-ish but like you control the people a lot more and like you aim a little bit more and like I don't know it's that's what I was kind of wondering is if it was kind of like if it was like um kind of like XCOM combat um because yeah yeah Yeah. it looks really good for 15 bucks uh it's not a bad deal yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, but yeah, I played through and beat it. And total surprise, like I didn't see it coming being that good, but it's an outstanding game. Very good game. But you just wait, Adam. It gets blindingly difficult. Oh, blindingly. yeah. Blindingly. Oh, I'm my sure, God. I'm sure it's insane because like, yeah, it's getting tricky. Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah, strongly recommend Josh. Very good game. Good pick, Adam. Damn good pick. Uh, so mine, and I'm kind of glad uh, Justin's not here because this would not be for him, but I have a recommendation for you two for sure. Game just came out. I kind of shit on it a little bit because Bandai Namco <laughs> showed it at E3 because uh, I was like, I don't know why you showed this at E3. The game comes out next week, but it's called Scarlet Nexus. And uh, I don't even know what platforms it's on. I'm playing on Xbox. Uh, I get, it's kind of an action persona game a little bit. Uh, definitely persona vibes, even like, uh, the soundtrack a little bit, like they're trying to go after persona a little bit. Um, but the combat is not turn-based. It's all straight up action. And the combat is a blasty blast, dude. Like, you your main character you choose between two main characters they both have branching stories uh but they have kind of the same power which is basically telekinesis like in control if you ever played control it reminds me a lot of that so you can pick up objects and chuck them at people um and then it's just kind of like a hack and slash brawler a little bit too but like you have a squad of teammates you get to know throughout the course of the game very much like persona and the phantom thieves and stuff like that um and it, when it started off i was like oh this is pretty fucking generic like this is okay and then about halfway through the second chapter shit starts getting crazy and the game starts picking up and getting really good hmm. um but yeah like the power you can channel your teammates powers too so like uh one of your teammates uh can make you be basically invincible for a set amount of time one of your teammates can add fire attacks to your sword. Um, one of them has clairvoyance. So like there's some enemies that can go invisible and stuff and you can use hers to see them. Um, one of your teammates basically lets you teleport around the field, which is awesome. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun, dude. The story is really good. And it's one where the two main protagonists, God damn it, they're on opposite sides kind of of this i don't want to spoil anything but uh yeah they're kind of on opposite sides and you play through the whole game as one character and then it kind of wants you to go back through the game and play as the other character 
which normally I don't like that, but I'm liking this game so much. I'm definitely going to do it, but uh, cannot recommend it enough. Very, very good. And I think you would both really enjoy it. Hmm. So nice. Yeah. Nice. The only thing I knew about it is that uh, it's getting an anime as well. That's supposed to yeah, premiere. Yeah, I think the first like, episode's out already, isn't it? Oh, is it? I was thinking it was supposed to premiere so. in July, but I, I could okay, be mistaken. I could be wrong. But, um, um, I'm definitely going to watch that, though. Yeah, the screenshots that I've seen of the, of the anime look uh, look pretty solid. So, yeah, definitely look into this game. Yeah, for sure. Really good. Um, all right. Well, I think that wraps up Nerdentity Crisis episode 57. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. You can be listening to your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. And check out our Patreon if you feel like it, patreon.com slash nerdentitycrisis. Only one thing left to do, Adam, send us home. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs>